I mean, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and back in the podcast, like I said last time, you know him, you love him, Chris is back in the house. Hey, Chris. Hey, Steve. What's happening? Not too much. Thanks for having me back. Hey, no problem. Thanks for coming back. What's new and exciting? Got any uh, new bathroom stories, Pine Hill Mobile Court, the theme song, perhaps? I have nothing. Nothing? I have nothing to offer. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I've been playing a game called The Witness. Okay. It's uh, a puzzle. It has puzzles in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've really been enjoying it. What's that on? Uh, I'm playing it on PC. Okay. I don't. I think it came out for other systems. Uh-huh. But me and Nicole play it. It's getting pretty tough. Some tough puzzles. We like puzzle games. Is it like the story involves puzzles, or it's just a bunch of it's puzzle games? basically just puzzles. Okay. That are somewhat connected. Okay. But you... So answers from one could affect the next? Well, the puzzles are kind of in groups with like that share some theme. Okay. Like they might all be like color related or they might be light and shadow related or they might just be like in a pyramid or something. Okay. And it's there's not a story directly, but you kind of there's been some weird things. Like on you're on an island and we found these people that have seemingly been turned to stone. And like their dress seems to suggest that they come from multiple time periods. Okay. Like, there's one guy who clearly is wearing a suit. Then there'll be another guy who, like, has, like, medieval battle armor. So, something weird is going on at this island, right. basically. Well, and hopefully when it's over, know. you'll figure out as yeah. to why that is. I, I hope so. Yeah. I won't tell on the podcast, because that'd be a big spoiler. I, don't, I think you should, you know. Yeah. Well, let, we'll make sure people know. Not to, yeah. If you plan on playing... What's it called again? The Witness. The Witness. That yeah. you should stop listening. And um, if I don't know if you're interested on this. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 just came out. 2.8? 2.8. 2. 8. Their, okay. their naming system leaves a lot to be desired. They're just really trying to get people excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, Whenever maybe. That comes I out. think they just name things really weirdly. Do they have new stuff on the game? 2.8 is just remasters of already made games. So there's nothing new. Not plot, that I know wise, I suppose. Not that I know of, really. Do they know when three's coming out? No, no release date. Wow. Want to hear something interesting? Yes. If this doesn't turn out to be true, I'm going to feel silly for saying it on the podcast. But um, tomorrow, uh, Marvel is making an announcement, and Square Enix, who makes who publishes Kingdom Hearts, is making an announcement, and they both have scheduled their announcement around the same time, which has led to speculation that they're going to announce some type of Marvel Kingdom Hearts connection like uh, either a marvel characters in kingdom hearts right. or a world or something mm-hmm. but it could also just be totally unrelated to that and then i'll feel dumb did they announce that star wars was going to be in kingdom hearts 3 N- not that i've heard because i'm assuming they have to they um they have to they sh- they teased a couple worlds like one was like a rapunzel world uh-huh 
From the Disney I, Rapunzel movie? Yeah, Disney yeah. Rapunzel. I can't think of the other ones off the top of my head. Sorry. Huh, that's fine. Speaking of Star Wars, did you hear the new Star Wars title? I did. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Yeah. What are you thinking of it? Um, well, it was pointed out to me that Jedi can be both singular and plural. I think that's one of the biggest things people are talking about online. So I would assume it refers to Luke and Rey. Yeah, that's what I, I'm assuming, too. I also thought it could be that Luke dies after training Rey, possibly. So uh-huh. Rey would be the last Jedi. Right. I actually don't want Luke to die. I, I think, don't really like when characters die. Yeah, I don't want Luke to die either. I think he'll die in episode 9. That's my prediction. Yeah, I, I say if he's going to die, I think it will be episode 9. But I would be totally happy if he didn't die at all. Yeah, me too. I feel like sometimes character deaths are used as like a cheap emotional pull. And like if you write a good story, you can bring emotion from that. And you don't just need you to kill need someone. You kill people off to make you be upset and feel right. for the characters. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. So, so we have a perfect segue going from that Star Wars to our previous fight from a couple weeks ago. Do you remember what we had on that fight there, Chris? Yeah, it was Darth Vader versus the Witch King of Angmar. That is correct. Uh, Darth Vader, one of the Dark Lords of the Sith in the Star Wars franchise, and the Witch King of Angmar, the leader of the Ring Wraiths from Lord of the Rings. Uh, that episode from our Twitter poll, if you were able to get on and vote, did you remember to vote? Nope. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I think I did, actually. Are you sure? Uh, I was actually going to vote for Darth Vader, even I, though I argued for the Witch King. Oh wow! I felt like Darth Vader was just better. Well, that makes sense. That would make sense because Darth Vader won seventy-one percent to twenty-nine percent. Oh well, I'm our, glad I got some vote. votes. So yeah, you did get a couple votes there. It also um, the episode was uh, I don't know if I should say contentious enough or controversial enough to elicit a listener mail. Oh, go right ahead. So listener Nick wrote us mostly to address my performance. And really to complain about it. So he begins by saying he's incensed at my strategic pretense. Oh boy. His, I'm, I'm gonna, it was actually a somewhat long email. He took some time to write this. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna summarize. So he takes issue with it first that I brought Luke to help me. I was basically using Luke as like a distraction slash human shield, I guess. And he was like, that doesn't make any sense. If anything, Luke would help Vader because he still cares for his father. So then I'd just be fighting two Jedi at once and have no chance. And what does he have to say about um, that? He, he, he wrote, two Jedi against one Witch King is super mega over and not even <laughs> worth discussing. <laughs> um, he did call me out for some timeline issues I had because I, I actually didn't think about this in advance because I said that Luke would come after episode six, which doesn't make sense because Vader, Vader had be died. It'd have to be between episode five and six. Uh-huh. And it's just, it got confusing. I, I messed that up. And he apologizes. I, I apologize. Thank you. <laughs> um, he then says how, uh, the Witch King, not a great fighter. Basically no examples of skill, which I actually did come across because I was trying to find examples of fights he was in. Uh-huh. And the one thing I found was some, I guess, Lord of the Rings people complaining. It was a Lord of the Rings like fan site. Right. And they were like, Aragorn fought off five Witch Kings at a time, or five Ring Wraiths at a time. They can't be that good. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think I think he's right. He brings up some good arguments. Yeah. yeah. He brings up many good arguments. And then he um, he goes on to praise, praise Sith warriors for being uh, very powerful, killing lots of Jedi. Um, and then he uh, added another information, a piece of information that uh, the TIE Advanced does have shields. Which I did not know. So, 
So no, I guess I guess know. that's how Darth Vader was able to get out of the trench run. Right, because um, he got shot, right? Oh, no, he, he get bumped. He gets or? bumped by one of his other TIE fighters. Who got shot. Who got... Well, there were two other TIE fighters. One got shot by... The Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon. And then the other one just says, look out, and for some reason, <laughs> like, went haywire and crashed. And while he was crashing, he crashed into Darth Vader. Like, kind of scraped oh, his... Oh, he did. He scraped his, like... That's right. His wing a little bit. So, uh, but no, no one ever shot Darth Vader during that battle. Okay. Because everybody was always in front of him. Okay. So I wonder if the guy who bumped him got in trouble. He died. Oh, he did. All yeah, because right. he blown. He got. He got he blown, blown up. up. Yeah. Because right. that actually might have been for the best. Yeah, that's true. If I was the emperor, I would have been pissed. Like seriously. If I was Darth Vader, I would have been pissed. Yeah. Yeah. That's would have came back and be like, "Where's that pilot that bumped my ship? <laughs> I was floating in space for like two I know. weeks. I know. What was he doing that whole time? Probably just, yelling, just, just hanging around. No. <laughs> Um, there's a great. That robot. wasn't a soundboard, by the way. That, that, was, that was, was the actual. That was that was Chris. That wasn't the the episode three Darth Vader. There's an episode of Robot Chicken where they make fun of. Uh, I've seen it. Yeah. And um, Danfer's like, "What? You've been just spinning around for two weeks trying to get a <laughs> signal or something." Robot so. Chicken does a lot of good Star Wars stuff. Robot Chicken Star Wars is phenomenal. I think the some of the writers and creators are like actually big fans, and it it kind of shows like it's they make fun of it, but it's like with love. Exactly. They're not just trashing it for trashing it. Like yeah. they they find some really really good really good yeah. things. One of my favorite ones is when um, it's Luke at a strip club, and it's called the Tashi, Tashi Station, and the, <laughs> and the group of strippers that come out are the power converters, which is so, so great in episode four when he was complaining that he wanted to go to the Tashi Station <laughs> to pick up some power converters, <laughs> which is, like, perfect. I cannot watch episode four now and not think of that when I watch uh, that scene. So, so, yeah, great stuff. So, Nick, thank you so much for uh, reaching out. Hopefully you continue to reach out, spread the word to all of our listeners. Uh, we would love for you all to do that. So let's get started. So as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can always reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, which is how Nick reached us. You could also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? You know, Steve? I don't know. Me neither. But and that's actually- because today's episode... Will be a potluck episode. That's right. We've done these before. Only We've once done before. One. That's We've right. Done one. We haven't done it in a while. That was in the beginning of uh, the the podcast run. Yes. This has not been attempted for many months. So hopefully, and and we're making this all up on the spot. We both forget pretty much how we did it last time. Yeah. And we're just gonna we're just gonna wing it. So so what's our setup here? What do we have, Chris? We have a boxed card game called Super Fight. Yeah. And it contains characters. And character... I'm going to say character modifications. Okay. Because it's not always a power. It's not always a trait. It's like... Sometimes it's an item. Sometimes it's like a, a power. It could be a weakness, too. It could be... Yeah, they also can be bad. Yes. So so we decided we'll, we'll each pick... We'll each draw a character card. Mm-hmm. We'll each draw some modifications. We'll, we'll draw three. Okay. We'll keep one. Mm-hmm. And we'll give one to the other person. Interesting. In case it's a good weakness. Right. Or it might be something that might play off of our person That's a little true. better. We could go for some synergy there. And then we also have a generator on our iPad with um, numerous scenarios that our uh, two selected individuals are going to partake in. So that kind of just increases the stake a li- so stakes a little bit. So we know that Lots of randomness. There's, we, there, we have yeah, no idea. We have no idea. Happen. We have not prepared anything, which has made this an actually very easy podcast. That way we don't have to do any research. But before we do that, you did do a little research. Though. I did a little research. Yeah. Well, we'd like to share facts related to our episode. 
And since this episode is a potluck, I, I searched for facts about pots. And I was very confused <laughs> for like five seconds by the top-rated Google search because it came up to a medical page that says post-aural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, abbreviation POTS, which happens to be symptoms related to reduced blood volume that occurs when standing up. It's rare. Uh, POTS. <laughs> Someone's the a whole world epidemic. has POTS. <laughs> Or maybe I just, I'm not a doctor, so, I mean, if you think you have POTS, get yourself checked out. Don't trust the advice of a podcast. <laughs> and you should definitely go to your doctor and say, doctor, can you check me for POTS? And see what they say. Yeah, just let us know. They're going to sound pretty concerned, I'm sure. Send us an email and about how he reacted. Or she. Or she. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Come on, Chris. Or, or if they don't choose to identify as a gender. This is true. I mean, they don't have to. How they, but their, their reaction. Yeah. yeah, your doctor's reaction. Exactly. And then I was curious, you know, where does the phrase potluck come from? Like, I've heard it before. It, we're using it in our podcast to refer to kind of a, a random chance. Mm-hmm. But it can also be used to refer to um, like a kind of like a gathering where everyone brings a different food. Yeah. And the food that people bring is kind of random. Right. So it does have to do with randomization. So um, all the only thing I found for the origin of this is... The word potluck appears in the 16th century English work of Thomas Nash and used to mean food provided for an unexpected or uninvited guest, the luck of the pot. Huh. So kind of just the luck of whatever's made, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I found. I mean, that's... Luck of the pot. That's that's pretty much what I expect when we find fun facts about potlucks. So That's true. But thanks for looking that up. You're welcome. Appreciate that. All right. So let's do this. Want me to pick first? Yeah, you can pick first. All right. So I'm going to pick my character card. I have no idea. Should I, should I say it or should I wait? Yeah, say it. Say it? Okay. Oh, What'd you pick? I have the Kardashians. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. All um, right. And I have chosen hockey player. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> just player? Singular. It just says hockey player. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All okay. right. So um, now we're going to pick... Three power cards of some sort, and really quickly, we're going to look through them and see which one we want to keep for our person, or people in my case, and one that we would want to give to our opponent. I actually have three kind of good ones, and I, I don't have a bad thing to give you. All right, I'm keeping that one. And So I can't make you worse than you already are. That's fine. All right, and I'm going to give you this one. All right, can I, you mind if I look at this one? Yes, go right ahead. You have given me... Is made of guacamole. Yep, that is correct. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. Yes. All right. All right. The card I'm keeping for myself will be armed with a poison-tipped lance. Okay. And then here's the card I'm giving to you. It's I only had good things, so I'm actually giving you uh, a bit of an upgrade. Okay. So I am the Kardashians, and the and the the, the card that I picked was wearing rocket-powered roller skates. Okay. My thought was hockey player. Now we're evenly that's matched. What, that's what I'm going against. I will. I have skates on. You have skates on. That's right. And with a prehens- prehensile prehensile tail. Uh, that means it is capable of grasping. Oh, so amazing. you have a working tail. I am all on board with that. I'm on, I'm a little scared of the Kardashian monster now, especially since I'm now made of guacamole. Yes, I'm not worried. Uh, I'm actually not worried either, Steve. So so we have the Kardashians wearing rocket-powered roller skates with a prehensive tail. 
going against... A hockey player armed with a poison-tipped lance made of guacamole. Now, the final piece to our puzzle. All right. figure out... The scenario. The scenario. I've randomized this a bunch of times. Just go with the first one. Yeah, unless it's bad. All right. Let's reserve the right to... <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Big game hunting. Big game. All right, let's do this. Uh, okay. Your person is going to be mainly stationed, I feel, on an ice skating rink, and they're also going to be made of guacamole. So the animals are just going to be going towards your person and eating you so alive. You just gave me exact. That's exactly what I was going to say. As a pro, what you're made of guacamole? I've now. I ha- I'm. I'm bait. I will. Um, I will attract all of the animals. How are you going to kill them if you're made of guacamole? I have a poison tip lance. Yeah, but how can you grip it if you're made of guacamole? I have. I'm a guacamole person. I'm. I'm a humanoid guacamole homunculus, and I can you poison can't, tip lance the think, animals. I don't think you can grip. A poison tip lance. If you're made of guacamole, it's just well, going to fall thing. right through you. But I am also a hockey player. You can't take that away from me just by making me guacamole. You didn't turn me into a bowl of guacamole. You've turned me into a hockey player made, made of. of guacamole. So you still it look like as, a normal person. Exactly. It is as if humanity has evolved to be made of guacamole, but still be humanoid. Okay. And I play hockey. Now, what happens, just say, for example, if the animal were to attack you? Would they just go right through you and you would reform uh, right away? Yes. Kind of like the T2? Just like the T two, the the T one thousand and T two, the Terminator made of like ice, what or yeah, liquid metal, yeah, some kind of liquid that metal. So that's what would happen. So, so your person is essentially the T one thousand, but instead of like a liquid metal, it's guacamole, right? Which will attract animals. Which I will then use my superior athleticism as a hockey player to stab with a poison tip lance. I got this one in the bag. Now I, I totally forgot. You know so much about big game hunting. So tell me about big game hunting animals that love guacamole and will be attracted <laughs> to you. Well, um, <laughs> I I think everyone loves guacamole. So by I, that I, logic, I actually don't like guacamole. You don't like guacamole? Not really. And I'm not just saying that just for the sake of like having. An I believe argument. you. you wouldn't I, do I, that. I'm really not a huge fan of guacamole. You wouldn't do that to me. No, I wouldn't. Well, I love guacamole, and everyone I know loves guacamole. You know me. Um. If I had a dog, I'm pretty sure he'd eat guacamole. You think so? Yeah, dogs will eat, like, anything. So, a big game? Well, I would at least be able to attract, like, wolves. Is that considered big game? No. No, we're talking, like, lions, elephants. I think a lion would eat guacamole. No. Well, let's see if uh, the cat will eat guacamole. No, you cannot associate a cat eating guacamole and then bring that transitive property to a lion. Lions are cats. Yes, if, if but a in cat a different eats guacamole, way. look. If you're listening to this right now and you have a cat, please try to feed it guacamole. If it eats it, uh, you have to vote for me. But a cat also shits in a sandbox. Are you going to see a lion go and just go take a crap in yeah. a box of sand? Well, they live in the desert, so that's what they do every day. No, they live in the jungle. Some live in the desert. Yeah, but they don't crap in a box. Well, yeah, because why would they build a box? They just use the sand. Yeah, but if you're saying they 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 do one thing, this, they're obviously going to do the next totally thing. You're totally taking but this off topic. Avocados are vegetables, correct? I guess so. Or they might be a fruit because they have like know. a little thing in the middle. I don't know what that counts as. Anyway, when you think of lions, do you think of them chasing down a tree and just biting the tree or biting the plant? No, they're going after other animals. All right, fine. Not a lion. Maybe an elephant will try some guacamole. Okay. That's fair enough. Elephants I'll take, are... I'll, I'll, I'll take that argument. All right, cool. Yeah. I'd feel really bad killing an elephant. I like elephants a lot. Yeah, so now you're pressing piece of Rambe, even though he's not an elephant, but he could be a big game. Uh, what are some other big game? 
Like a moose? Yeah. He might like. Tigers. Anything in the cat family, really. Zebras? Nah, I don't know. Well, let's hear how the Kardashians are going to hunt, hunt right. the big game. So, first of all, Kardashians' method of approach, distraction. I agree with that. Yes. So, first of all, they're Kardashians, whether, you know, whatever you think, they're generally thought of as being very good looking. Mm. But, but I think the general population would say that they think that they are not the ugliest people. I want to say something, but I'm worried that one of the Kardashians will listen to our podcast and be offended. If that ever happens, I would be shocked. It's not going to happen. So all right, then so I'm just going to say, I've never heard anyone say Chloe is attractive. Is she the younger one? No, she's the larger one. I don't. I didn't know. I don't know. The only one I know is Kim, and the dad who was on the O.J. Simpson trial because I watched that TV show. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Oh to yeah, be you can probably it. include him. I guess it says the Kardashians. Yeah. Wow. So all right. So hear me out here. Okay. So first, oh, sorry, of, Chloe. So first of all, distraction. You're a hockey player. You're a sports individual. Okay. They are probably most likely going to be attracted to the Kardashians. They attract people of that nature. They're famous, they're wealthy, they're powerful. If a hockey player has an opportunity to be with the Kardashians, I feel like they're probably most likely going to take it. Now, they may not know that they are made of guacamole, <laughs> which doesn't matter because the whole point isn't the Kardashians to fall in love with the hockey player. It's get the hockey player to fall in love with the Kardashians. So that would be my play to distract you, which would allow me then to come in with my attack, which would be wearing rocket-powered roller skates where I could hunt down the animal. I'm not going to have the animal come to me. I'm going to go to it because that's what hunting is. You are going out and hunting it down. What you're doing is a cheap ploy. You are bringing it to you. You are luring it to you, and then you're just going to stab it with your pointy sword where I'm actually going out and performing the hunting, which is what this is about, big game hunting. May I bring up some counterpoints? Sure. First of all, you said pointy sword. I have a lance. Okay. There's Poison a dip lance. Right. right. Yeah. But it's going to be longer. It's easier to stab with. I just want to clarify. Okay. Lance. Second of all, you say hunting is all about going to it, but a lot of hunters, I'm sure people, I'm sure we have a lot of hunters listening, a lot of it's going to be about setting up your blind, going up into the tree with your six-pack of beer or whatever. I'm not sure what you do when you hunt. Right, but they go out to that tree. They don't right. sit on their porch and just wait for I'm it to I'm not going to sit home. on my porch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a plane to Africa. I'm going to walk in the jungle, and I'm going to sit down and let my guacamole attract uh, the lions. Like the smell of the guacamole? I guess so, yeah. Okay. I don't know if you're going to like take pieces out of you and throw it. I could do that. I'm, I'm, I don't know if that'd be like ripping off parts of my body, though. I think it would be. I'd be worried to like lose too much of my guacamole. And how long is your poison dip uh, lance? It doesn't say. Uh, oh, how long is the lance? Yeah. I don't know. Like, like, Cause like six feet? You're going to have to get them pretty close to you. Oh, yeah. They're going to come up and try to eat me. Why would... But I don't know. You you really helped me out by making me out of guacamole. <laughs> you think so? I had another counterpoint. What was one of the earlier things you said? Oh, yeah. So you, you believe that my guacamole hockey player will be attracted to the Kardashians? Yes. Um, Here's the thing about a, gua- a hockey player made of guacamole. Go right ahead. He hasn't been made of guacamole his whole life. He has learned to deal with the hardship that he will never be with a, uh, a, a hockey player or a person made of human. Okay. A person... Not made of guacamole. Uh-huh. He's dealt with this before. He knows that he can. He has to find a nice person, a person made of guacamole. So he's not going to be interested in your Kardashians unless they're made of guacamole. So this is the thing too. How do you know that someone is made of guacamole? I'm guessing they'll look like guacamole. Like they'll but, probably. Wait, be... wait, but you said that your guy didn't look like guacamole. You said he looked like a normal human. No, no. 
he's shaped like a human. But he's still like green and like. Kind oh of wait, wait, wait! We never established that. <laughs> we just said they were a nor- they look like a normal human, but they're he, he's they're human shaped. He has arms shaped. and legs and a head. Oh, so but you can clearly see he's guacamole. Oh yeah, he's guacamole. Oh, I thought we said he was like the T two or the the T one thousand. I was just using that as an analogy for his ability to kind of mush himself. Oh well, that completely changed my perspective on it. Then I was assuming that he was just a human, and then if you like punched him, he would oh like a human skin filled That's with what guacamole. I'm saying exactly, or his skin is actually guacamole, but it just changes color or something. Oh wow, how That's did very he advanced. how did he get these powers? Was he bitten by a radioactive guacamole? Did he eat a piece of radioactive guacamole? He was uh, playing a card game in a <laughs> in a in a uh, radioactive waste facility. Okay, and it was struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. And the card he had just drawn was is made of guacamole, and it just transferred it that just, right over to him. Yep, that's how. Yep. Okay. All Very right. similar to the Flash's origin. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I, didn't really got I think he got struck by lightning. I think something. Like that. And something else. Yeah. It's complicated. I forget. I don't watch the Flash. I watch the pilot. Anyway, All right. was that an origin? How did so, he get his powers to the show? I forget. It was like two years ago when I watched it. <laughs> and then I didn't continue watching the show. Not because I didn't like it. I just lost. I didn't lose interest. All just right, fine. Anyway, so I also have my prehensive tail, which I can use uh, to my advantage, whether we're swinging through the trees or if I have to grip something. Uh, and also, I have the Kardashians, plural. I have all of them that can come at my disposal to help me. Now, most importantly, big game hunting may not be allowed everywhere okay true so say for example an incident happens where we both get in trouble for murdering a large animal okay separate instances but we're both getting charged with the same crime okay okay i have one of the greatest lawyers robert kardashian who successfully defended oj simpson for murdering his wife i'm not going to get in trouble for killing that animal. You, however, sir, are going to be spending the rest of your life in a Chipotle <laughs> being served to wealthy Americans, being dipped for as long as you want, and overpriced. That would be cruel and inhumane torture, you're not which a is human. in violation you're of one of the our articles. Constitution. Yeah, but, you're, you, but you said you're not a human. You said you don't even look like a human. Just the shape. I'm not the, but not like color or texture. So just the, sh- you just look like the shape. But of I'm, a I'm, a, I'm sentient. Like I should be awarded the, you know, the rights of a human. I don't think so. Why not? Just because, because I'm not made have... of the same thing as you? Yes. That's that's like racist. That is guacamoleist. That's <laughs> yeah, but you you do not have what humans have. Well, you don't have I, a heart. I have the traits of you, human to to afford a, me these rights. You don't have a heart. Well, you don't have a brain. Like, why do we sometimes grant, like, some type of rights to animals? Like, there are some animals where we're like, all right, these guys are actually really smart. We shouldn't just kill these guys. Yeah. Like but, like dolphins yeah, and apes. But, but if a lion, like, kills somebody, for example, the lion's not being put up on trial because we say, oh, well, this lion deserves equal rights as humans. And it doesn't have, like, a trial by Well, because a, a lion it would not be an example of an animal I'm talking about. I'm saying that, like... You're not a human. The traits that would grant you these rights would be, like, your your uh, your sentience, your intelligence. Like, I am I have guacamole vocal cords. I can talk. I can be like, hey, you guys. Guacamole vocal cords. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, that was that was silly, Steve. Also, I would change the shape of my hand so that the glove wouldn't fit, and then I could not be charged. I, I, the jury would found me not they'd guilty. Have to, they'd, have to, they'd have to acquit you. Yep. They'd have to acquit you. 
Uh, I mean, that's that's what I'm looking at though right now. The Kardashians, they have the law on their side. They well, that's not exactly true. When it comes to happen, when when they get in trouble for, and you do also, because it's going to happen, because people, whenever like an animal in Africa gets murdered, social media blows up right away, and people are saying, "Oh, the dentist should, you know, go to jail or whatever." But also, I have multiple Kardashians with uh, rocket-powered roller skates, which will allow them to go out quickly, no problem. Finding no, what they need to find. No problem. The Kardashians are going to be very skilled on these rocket-powered roller skates. Yeah, why not? Hunting in Africa. Why not? Because they have no discernible skills or talents. They have no discer- How do you know? They have no skills or talents. Because it takes practice and physical ability to use rocket-powered roller skates. Tell me. Well, first of all, you're gonna, just the forces involved. You're going to have to be able to brace your legs and core so you don't just, like, comically Have you fall. seen their core? No, I haven't. They have very nice cores. All right. Still. They definitely I'm, have the muscles in order to succeed in their rocket-powered roller skates. I think rocket-powered roller skates are harder to use than we're giving them credit for. We wouldn't know. Have you ever seen a Kardashian roller skate? No. So we have no evidence that, to support the notion that they have, do not know how to roller skate, though. I'm just going off my premise that if you put rockets on roller skates, they will be very difficult to control. Well, we don't know what the extent of the rockets are, also. It's not like a Saturn V rocket <laughs> booster, you know what I mean? On the well, attached I'm assuming to the, it's enough power to propel you. I, I I agree that it is enough to propel you, but I I think that they're going to have the ability to change their speeds if need be. They probably have like a cool little remote in their hands that connect to their the roller skates that could speed up if they need to, slow down if they Even need to. Even if that is true, I don't think you possess the knowledge to hunt down an animal. I th- no, because no, that's not true. They absolutely have the the knowledge to hunt down how do you figure when kim kardashian wants a piece of man she jumps on it and she gets it so are you equating um the celebrity dating scene to big game hunting yes and basically saying if you can do one you can do the other yeah okay we'll have to see what the (laughs) listeners think absolutely or in most cases we'll have to see what random people who see our twitter poll think yeah because we just have people vote all the time they have no idea i'm sure we i'm sure most of our voters don't actually listen it probably only people that vote is you, me. I bet if you. if if you remember, if I remember, if you remember to vote, I bet I bet Hugh votes. Oh, absolutely. What's up, Hugh? We met you, bud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he definitely, he definitely. Votes. And uh, maybe Nick does. Hopefully, hopefully he gets started. He didn't have to write us a four-paragraph, nicely formatted email <laughs> in the grammar, and that was phenomenal. Oh yeah, this was written by like a. I, maybe he's a professor. Maybe know. a professor. He probably, went, he probably went to like an Ivy League school or something. Probably sounds a little bit like, like Cornell or something. Maybe he's a professor of uh, Darth Vader studies. He's a big Darth Vader fan, which I completely respect. Me too. All right, you want to do another fight? Yeah, let's do the next one. All right, let's probably we probably fit in one more. All right, cool. All right, whoo! That was that was a good one. That was fun. All right, I'm not going to use big game hunting again. I chose my person and I got gladiator. I have a vampire slayer. So this is someone who kills vampires. Or slays them, some might or say. Or slays them. Okay. All right. That's so a very specific skill, but could come in useful. So Vampire Slayer going against... A gladiator. A gladiator. Okay. We're picking out our three uh, trait cards right now. We're going to give them a quick glance so we can see what we got. So I have to pick out another character yeah, pick card another. So this, char- this card I gave you is your bottom <laughs> half is, and you have to draw another card. This could be really good or really bad. I know. Oh, yes! Oh, no, what is it? Yes! Smoke Monster. Oh, dear. All right, so I'm currently a Vampire Slayer, 
and the card that Chris gave me is whose bottom half is, and my bottom half is Smoke Monster. Man. Now, wait. is that the Smoke Monster from Lost? You can make it whatever Smoke Monster you want. It's the Smoke Monster from Lost. And okay. I still have yet to figure out what I want to do. The other card I could have given you was that your tongue can stretch and move at will. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was gross. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. I was hoping you'd draw something bad. So the power card that I'm picking is can control opponent's oh, right no. hand. That's good. And the ability I'm going to give to Chris is swinging a shark on a chain. In my left hand? In your, in your left hand, yes. The ability I kept for myself is shoots bees from mouth. Ooh, so so let's let's recap it one more time. Yeah, so have- I am a gladiator that can shoot bees from his mouth and swinging a shark on a chain. And I am a vampire slayer whose bottom half is the smoke monster, which I'm picking from the TV show Lost. And I can control my opponent's right hand. And our scenario is... Legends of the Hidden Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Ooh. We're going to need to give some background information. Yes, go right ahead. So, first, you drew, you're you saying your smoke monster is from Lost. So you might want to give a quick recap of the smoke monster, kind of what he is and what he does in Lost. In sure. case, for people who haven't seen Lost. Yeah. Want me to give a quick Legends of the Hidden Temple uh, overview? Okay, that's a... Sh- I don't know if that's a strictly show from the U.S., but this was like a... I guess a kid's competition show yes and uh nickelodeon i think so i think so uh well like something like five or six teams of two kids would would compete in multiple challenges Mm -hmm. um each round i think a team got eliminated and then the final team got to do like a bigger challenge where they try to go through a temple right and they have to find the idol they're looking for an idol pieces of the idol i think and they had to build it at the end that was just that might have just been in one room. You had to put together that monkey idol. I think yeah, you had to right. just get to the end of it. And weren't there these people that like jumped out? And, there like, were like you or tribal dressed people who could come out and grab you. Yeah, and you could if you had a certain item, they could like you could get out. Yeah, it was complicated. It I was. think they're making a movie. I was actually, actually just going to bring this up. It actually came out. You probably had no idea. It came oh, out. It came it, out. It came out in the fall, and it was on uh, Nickelodeon. I haven't seen it, and it was about these kids who went on like a summer retreat I think and they actually what they saw was the hidden temple like the real hidden temple that the game was based on and then craziness ensues and they get into the temple and they have to find their way out or something along those lines I'm not sure to the extent of it I just remember do you remember the one team that everybody hated in Legends of the Hidden Temple uh was I didn't know there was a hated team. I used to like the Silver Snakes. I was going to say I thought everybody hated the Silver Snakes. I like the Silver Snakes. <laughs> oh really? I thought that was the team that everybody loved to hate. Uh, there thought. was the blue barracudas, the purple parrots. Wow, the only ones I remember were the silver snakes. So, um, I think there was a red, the red monkeys, the red jaguars. I forget. I think jaguars and monkeys are correct. I just don't know what the colors are. Off the top of my head. Yeah, there was another color I can't think of. Yeah, was there a brown one? I don't think so. Doesn't sound right. No. So, so that's Legends of the Hidden Temple. It's a great TV show. Yeah, should we try to remember some of the little challenges to compete against each other? In do you remember any of them? Or should we just say we're in a hidden temple? Maybe we should make it... This is a real hidden temple. We've discovered an Aztec hidden temple. Okay. And we have to get the idol and get out. I think it's fair. And it will have very similar uh, obstacles as the Legends of the Hidden Temple temple. Yeah, that works. Okay. Okay. Uh, So the Vampire Slayer, so someone who's killing, slaying vampires, uh, having to do so with uh, a stake, a wooden stake in the vampire's heart. Smoke Monster. This is probably the one that a lot of fans might not be super familiar with if you haven't watched Lost before. So the Smoke Monster was one of the two original 
brothers that were born on the island from Lost. One was the good brother, and his name was Jacob, and then the other one was the bad brother, and he was known as the Man in Black. And essentially what he could do is he could turn into a smoke monster. And correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong or if I'm missing anything. That's, that's uh, how I remember it, too. And he, he could just turn into smoke. He would just turn into smoke, but the smoke was able to grab people. Yep. And he sounded, for some reason, like a train. It had, like, a bunch of sounds, one being a train. You could hear, like, maybe, like, a typewriter typing. Yeah. You could hear, like, these kind of mechanical sounds. But, but like, he would also, like, he had a presence. Like, in the distance, they would hear him, and they would see trees moving. So it's not like he just went right through the trees. Right. Like, he had a presence as he was uh, going around. And for some crazy reason, in, like, season five, the smoke monster takes over the dead body of John Locke and then impersonates him for seasons five and six. And then in the final episode, Jack has to fight smoke monster John Locke and he does and he wins, which saves the island and allows Jack to pass the title of Jacob to Hurley, I think is the name. I think it was Hurley, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So that's the smoke monsters. That was a a good, like, lost in two minutes, by the way. (laughs) And considering I haven't watched it in, like, seven years. So, so yeah, I don't know if there's anything you want to add about yours or anything. Let's see. I don't think so. Gladiators, pretty well known. Shooting bees from your mouth and swinging sharks. I think that's pretty standard stuff. Okay. So how do we get into this temple? We, we drop it in. We just wake up. We get kidnapped. What are you, what are you, what are you thinking here? Uh, we're both. We were both ex- we're treasure hunting. Okay. Are we working together? No. Or are we on the same we're, team? But once we get in there, we're like trying to screw I, each other I, over. I think we're probably rival treasure hunters. Maybe okay. with a little bit of a past. Maybe with a grudge against each other. Kind of like Indiana Jones and Belloc from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, I like that. Wait, was Belloc the guy who was kind of his friend and then like turned on him at the beginning of Crystal Skull? No, no, that's uh, you know who I'm talking about? That yeah, like, no, that's Re- that was um, God, what was his name? I know the actor's name was Ray Winstone because he, he was only in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, okay, because yeah. they they made it seem like they had a past. They they did set up a past. I think that was between Last Crusade and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, okay. But Belloc was the French archaeologist in Raiders, um, who stole the idol when Indy came out. Of oh, the that guy. Yeah. Oh man, that was he was a bad guy. Yeah, he was a bad guy. Yeah. Okay. But their rivals didn't like each other. Yeah, we're kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I'm going to say I have an easy time getting around the temple. A, my bottom half is the smoke monster. What we've seen in Lost, the smoke monster can go in and out of areas pretty easily. So being the smoke monster, I can go around, see what obstacles are probably ahead. Hmm, Excuse me. See what obstacles are probably ahead. But only with your bottom half. That's fine. So I could just like lay on the ground and (laughs) let my legs go. I guess, are you saying it can, like, just expand out from you, or does it have to carry your top half along with you? I think... Kind of like a ghost. I think it would leave the top half there, and the legs would kind of go out and do... But they'd have to come back. Because okay. that's kind of how the smoke op- monster operated. And, okay. um... So I go around, see see what's around, see what idols p- could possibly be around also, and then if I'm able to find it, my feet would communicate to my brain... Hey, this is where it is. Hey, these are the obstacles that are going to be in your way. These are the natives that are going to be in your way as well. This is what you're going to have to do in order to get through. Hmm. I don't know. That seems far-fetched because you're saying your bottom half, which is from your waist down, mm-hmm. can, like, see? Does it have eyes? The smoke monster had eyes. It could see. There, there yeah, were because... numerous times where they showed um, a point-of-view shot of the smoke monster looking down on individuals from the show. Because the smoke monster never definitively had a head unless it was the person, the black, uh, the man in black. I would say that 
if your head turned into a smoke monster, you have eyes because that was from your head. But if only your legs are turning into a smoke monster, I don't know if you can do that kind of stuff. That seems it seems too powerful. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just going with what I remember, but fair enough, fair enough. What, what would you try to do here? All right. So you're, so you're carrying... My person is pretty much useless as far as special abilities that would help you explore a hidden temple. Well, maybe that's not true. What are some of the obstacles you may find in a hidden temple? Um, one, remember in the... Did you see the mummy? Yes. Remember when all the scarab beetles come out mm-hmm. and, like, eat people? Yeah. I would shoot my mouth bees at them. Okay. And the bees would just sting the beetles and kill them. Okay, that's that's smart play. So I have a defense against those beetles that just crawl on your skin. Okay. And then um, I do have a, a shark that I can swing on a chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems a bit of a liability to me in a temple, actually. I don't want to. I don't want to damage the artifacts. I don't want to knock down a wall. I don't want to. That shark also probably isn't living very long. Like I, after I'm guessing, I don't know, a couple minutes, I have a dead shark because mm-hmm. he can't breathe oxygen. Right. So I'm just dragging a dead shark through the temple. Can you take it off the chain? Can you just leave it go, or are you are you holding onto it for the long run? The card has given me the says I'm swinging a shark on a chain. I don't think I can get rid of this shark. Okay, okay. this is a burden. Which hand are you swinging it in? Um, which hand can you control again? Uh, your right hand. I think you got that card last time. Do you remember the last potluck? Couldn't you control something on my body last time? I honestly don't remember. No. I'll have to listen to it and say. Yeah. You probably pick that every time because you're like, I want to just, <laughs> I just have it hand. ready to go. Uh, the shark's the sharks in my left hand because I don't want you to have the, the power of the dead shark. Okay. Because I'm saving the dead shark um, in case I find something where I need to match the weight of a shark. For example, maybe if they have a shark-sized idol on some type of pedestal mm-hmm. with a weight sensor, uh-huh. I'm going to quick grab that and put my shark on it. To balance out the weight. That exactly. Way you can't tell it's gone. But you're probably thinking, you have a problem because you're connected to that shark via the chain. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to be able to do is back out of the room, out of the danger area, and then just real quick pull the shark off. That's a pretty, that's a pretty long chain. It, it, yeah, it's it's decently long. Like I mean, a couple, six to ten feet. Okay. So I, I can really swing this shark around. But I'm, I'm constricted by the, the short hallways, the narrow hallways of the temple. Now, say you're in there, for example, and, okay. you're, get, and you're getting ready. You're getting ready to, to change it over. So yep. that way you I got, I'm weighing the shark. Weighing, I'm looking at it. I'm, yep. Exactly. You're taking a little guts out to make it a little lighter, <laughs> you know? I'm going to use my power. Uh-oh. To take my your right hand, reach into your left hand, and to take the chain out of your left hand and into your right hand. So you grab the shark chain. Yes. So All now right. the shark is in your right hand. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. You and found then, a loophole in my hold the shark in the left hand. I did. Strategy. And now I'm going to use that. I'm going to swing it around and start causing some destruction in the temple, which is going to allow the booby traps to kick in, and then you're dead. But you're, then, in, you're in the same temple. No, you no, could no. be injuring yourself. Yeah, but I have an easy way out. What's that? The smoke monster did a quick uh, look around to see how we can get out of here, and then uh, I can figure out how to get out. Your top half is still vulnerable, though. What if you set off a trap that um, releases some poison gas? Your, va- your vampire slayer head is going to die. Yeah, this is. I mean, he's probably had some experience dealing with some undead, uh, possible, you know, forces. And yeah, if there's so any mummies there, if you're... there's any mummies, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be be okay. How do you kill a mummy time. with a stake? No, I don't know. You have to unwrap them. Uh, that's right. You unwrap them. Embarrass and embarrass them. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, "Oh, I'm naked," right. and they run away. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, 
That's what I'm looking at. You know, a gladiator... Um, never mind, that's probably not true. Go ahead. I was going to say, being from uh, from Rome, he would know all about uh, Roman treasure. I don't know why I thought that was relevant. <laughs> all right, so let's say something happens. You and I both were able to get some kind of idol that we uh-huh. were trying to get. Right. I have one, you have one. Okay. Okay. We are trying to leave, right? Okay. We meet up with each other. What's the fight going to be inside the hidden temple? If I come into contact with you, immediately shoot my mouth bees at you. Okay. Just stream of bees like the exorcist bees vomit. Okay. So just just straight out of you. Yep. Okay. So, because I want to, I want that to be like your main concern. Like I don't want you to be like, wait, is that a shark on his hand? I want you to be like, oh no, bees. Okay. Right. Fair. Fair. Then. Why the bees are coming at you. The moment you do that, though, I'm going to control your right hand, and I'm going to cover your mouth. So now the bees are not going to be able to come out of your mouth, and they're going to be stuck inside of your mouth, so they're going to be stinging the inside of your mouth, and they're also going to be stinging your hand. All right. I think a couple bees would get out before you were able to cover I, my mouth. I agree with that. I feel like a couple of them would, but that's not in comparison to the amount that would full stream vomit right out of your mouth. I well, could handle... As soon as the mouth handle, covers my hand, I'm going to stop bee vomiting. Okay, that's fine. So... That's it. So a couple bees got out, a couple bees are in my mouth. Probably okay. very uncomfortable. Yes. Hopefully those bees will sting you enough to break your concentration so I can uncover my mouth. Even if, let's say what, three, four get out yeah, of your sure, mouth? Yeah, sure. If I get stung by four of them, A, they're going to die automatically. So they're gone. Well, you I don't, don't know if they're that type of bee. Maybe they're a type of bee that doesn't die when they sting you. Like which kind, Chris? I don't know a lot about bees. I'm sure they all don't die from stinging someone. I know wasps don't, but you have bees. True. But let's say the four of them sting me. I can fine. I don't care. I can I can put up with that. I've dealt with worse as a vampire slayer. And I'm gonna say they sting me in my legs, which I'm a smoke monster, <laughs> so it's not gonna hurt me. My bees wouldn't go for smoke. But anyway, uh, I also have the shark that I'm gonna start swinging around. Mm-hmm. And you already have used your your mind control to, to cover my mouth, so you can't do anything about this swinging shark in your left hand. Right, right. There's a shark just whirling around. Like if that hits you, what's a shark weigh? Like I don't know. 300 pounds? I mean, a significant amount. Like, sharks are pretty... It's a big It's a big shark. Uh, okay. I have no idea how much sharks weigh. Yeah, I don't know either. But it, if I hit you, like, that's going to hurt. It's, probably, it, it's going to do some damage. I don't think it's going to completely knock me out of this competition. It, I don't think it'll outright kill you. No, it won't outright kill me. But, I mean, you're still going to have this lump, dead shark hanging out there. If it's coming at me, since I'm a vampire slayer, I probably have some kind of a sharp object, perhaps a stake... Not the tasty food, but a wooden steak. Mm-hmm. An S-T-A-K-E steak. Correct, yes. I would use it to cut open the shark. By doing so, would let out a lot of its guts and all that stuff that weighs it down. And then you're just going to have a empty corpse just swinging around. Pretty much just skin, I guess that is, for sharks. That's, I don't know what you would call that that they have. Uh, I think sharks outside. also have a skeleton. Yeah, they have bones. Of, yeah. So, And you're just going to have an empty corpse just kind of swinging around. That's really not going to have that's, that much weight to it. That's even scarier. Yeah, but it's not going to have that much weight to it. Nothing's going to really scare a vampire slayer. He's dealt with vampires. He has slayed vampires. An empty uh, shark corpse, not going to scare him. All right. Well, if worse comes to worst, I am a gladiator. I Mm -hmm. have fighting ability. So, like, I just pull out my gladiator sword, charge you. How are you going to do that? Um, Because you have a shark in your left hand, and I control your right hand. Yeah, so I pictured the shark chain being, like, uh, around my wrist or something, like... Almost like it's like a cuff. Okay. 
and like I can grab that to help me swing it, but I could also just let go. So I would be dragging a shark, but I could use my left. So hand. you have a shark weighing you down. Yeah, but it's but a, it's using... a long enough chain that like I could have a little bit of movement. Do you only have one? Uh, you only have one sword. I thought gladiators usually have a bunch of weapons on them. I mean, I, I was coming to explore a cave. I already have carrying on this big shark. I probably couldn't carry too much. So just one sword, two swords. I have two a swords. one sword and a shield on my back and a shield on your back. But if you're controlling my hand, I won't be able to grab it. Right. What I would say is I would use the 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 hand control. Are you trying to grab my sword now? Yeah. I'm just going to move my hand, other hand away. You can't get it. <laughs> I can't just reach over and try to grab it. If I was able to grab Look, it. Look, if you t- if you move my hand away, the bees are coming at you. You better not move that hand. Okay. So, this is what I this is what I would do. I would risk it. I would take a risk. Okay? <laughs> I move the hand, you're going to have the bees start coming out. Okay? Yep. We're probably a good distance apart, I feel. Not like a long, like a far away. We're probably like 10 feet apart, perhaps. Sure. Okay? In that time, I would use your right hand to pull out the sword, and I would stab, make you stab yourself. It's going to be harder, because you're going to have to fight my left hand to do it. It's going to be like, you know, you're going to be wrestling I would, with me. I would, I would totally take that chance. Because by the time I'm able to maybe rip it All out... Right. I cut off my right hand. You go... <laughs> Wow, I did not see that one coming. Can I, I can I so do I only have your right hand or do I have your right arm? That actually if you can only do the right hand, that is kind of limiting. Like, that would be extreme. I could just pretty much open and close it and turn the wrist. The that's card it. does say right hand though. This is true. But since that's we've already established uh, it's kind of reaching yeah, over and we did say you could move it and stuff. Not? So you must have some arm control. All right. So then I would just go back to plan A and I would take your bloody stump of a hand and shove it in your mouth. So that way no more bees came out and were attacking me. <laughs> so now you're tasting your own blood. That's fine. Gladiators are used to that. Yeah. And I'll just cut more of my arm off. So you're just going to get to the point where you're just going to have no right arm. Look, this gladiator... While you're busy cutting off your arm, I'm just going to come in and just attack you then. This gladiator is comes from like an uneducated time period. Like he, When you start moving his arm around, he's going to think like a witch in... in like, what, do they believe in I don't know, witches or like... I, I guess like a god. He's going to think like some god like punished him. Yeah, and he's gonna freak out and he's gonna cut his arm off to like it's apologize. Not, to no, this the is god. perfect. I sacrifice have, to the this gods. Is, this is even better. I'm having you fighting yourself. Well, this this only e- until I cut better. off my demon arm, and then you can't cover my mouth, so you got all the bees to worry about, and you got my sword to worry about. Then, then I, I then did severely there. injure myself doing this. So <laughs> I think that I mean, makes it a pretty good fight, actually. After yeah, that, I mean, at that point, I feel like yeah, definitely more, more into it. You didn't even mention you could probably smoke monster grab me. Uh, perhaps, but at the, but at the same time, that's my legs. Those are my legs, so I'd have to probably yeah, lay, I'd probably have, have to, to lay, lay down. Yeah. In order to do that, I'm not sure. Like, would I just float there and my smoke legs would just just go about? That's not the way I would think. I think I'd have to kind of lay down. Which, hey, if I can get a nap and kill you <laughs> at the exact same time, hey, win win. I'm, I'm I'm totally about that. So, yeah. Whew, man, those were those were a couple good ones. They were they were interesting. Yeah. You have anything else you want to add? Uh, I think before we start wrapping things up. Um. No, I don't think so. No. No, I got nothing. All right. So, uh, just like every other episode that we do, we're gonna have a Twitter poll. So this one's gonna be a little different since we did two fights this episode. Um. You can think about our first episode, in, or our, the first fight in this episode, which we had the Kardashians with rocket-powered roller skates. And 
Wow, I forget that. A prehensile tail. A prehensile tail going up against a hockey player. A hockey player made of guacamole with a poison-tipped spear. That's right. Or this most recent one we just did: a vampire slayer with the bottom half of the smoke monster who can control their opponent's right hand, versus a gladiator swinging a shark on a chain, shooting bees from his mouth. Fair enough. I just noticed that you uh, pulled a card out of there. Out of our, I was looking uh, pile. at the cards you discarded, uh-huh. and one you discarded I thought was funny. It says "armed with a sadness ray." Yes. <laughs> I don't know how that would have worked. You like, can just make people really sad. I guess uh, I don't know what they just like stop fighting. Just Maybe you, he would have rethought his life choices and quit being a an arc, adventurer. Or, yeah, an adventurer and just retired to like some. That could be a good, a good win. quiet gladiator life. Unless he has some kind of prescription drugs that could help him out on him to counteract that. I doubt a gladiator would. Well, yeah, oh yeah, your gladiator absolutely would. But I feel like gladiators don't get sad because they're just so beastly that they wouldn't let that affect them. Yeah, I bet Russell Crowe never gets sad. No, he does not. He looks angry, actually. What's he up to? I feel like he hasn't done much. Uh, no, I haven't heard about him in a long time. Yeah. Hope he's doing well. Russell Crowe, if you're listening, <laughs> thank you. All right. Chris, thanks so much for being on an, our, our second official Potluck episode. Thanks, Steve. Uh, for our fans out there, if you really like this, uh, we will definitely do more Potluck episodes in the future if you like. Like we said, we haven't done one since the summertime. There's like 100 cards in the box. Yeah, there's 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 so many. And sometimes we get tired of trying to find things that are going on in pulp culture to relate to a possible episode. So if you like the pop, uh, these uh, Potluck fights, let us know. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, uh, please subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Welcome back. You two have proven yourselves worthy, and now you have the right to enter Omex Temple. But first, here's some information to help you retrieve the dead man's hand. You could start by running to the room of the three gargoyles, push in the right tongue, and a door might lead you down a staircase into the wall climb. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by their respective copyright holders.